We're good. Awesome. Good morning. Good morning. So excited. Central Volunteer Services, Betsy Jones, how are you? I'm doing well. That's awesome. Thank you. So, I love mission statements. I always start these podcasts and I read mission statements and I love Centris. We exist to improve the health and quality of life for the communities we serve, which is an incredible mission statement. They're supposed to be shortened to the point. I think it's wonderful because Centra is so broad and covers so many different areas, which is unbelievable. And we were talking before we sort of came on air about a mutual friend we have that actually worked with you. And so I know a little bit about Centra Volunteer Services, but you're here to tell us everything about Centra That's Volunteer correct. Services. And my first question is, because having spoken to my friends so many times, how many volunteers do you all have? So currently we have between both hospitals and our outline service area. So we're talking about Lynchburg General Hospital, Virginia Baptist Hospital, about 400 volunteers. That's crazy. Yes. Now, do you actually have volunteers at Central Bedford Memorial? We do. Uh-huh. We do. But they don't fall under the same office as ours. They, separate, they are separate independently run uh, with different management but still under Centra umbrella of course yeah so and what about your facilities I guess you have a facility is it Gretna we do so we have the Gretna ED Mm -hmm. um, and they have a cardiac rehab there and Mm -hmm. we have volunteers at both the ED and the cardiac rehab and then we have Gretna Pace Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a day program uh, for senior adults and Mm -hmm. so we have volunteers there as well and some of our other outline service areas here at the Jamerson Y mm-hmm. um, for um, those adults that are rehabbing from some type of health issue. So mm-hmm. we have volunteers that assist there in their program and the cardiac rehab in Lynchburg and the Pearson Cancer Center. Mm-hmm. So we cover a lot of outline areas as well. So just a guesstimate, um, all together from all of the different Um, facilities maybe a couple of thousand volunteers well so under our umbrella through Lynchburg General Hospital and Virginia Baptist 400 around and then probably another maybe 50 between Southside and Bedford Memorial okay so still that's a lot of people it is a lot of people but really our numbers are down from Mm pre-COVID. So pre-COVID, we had around 750 volunteers. Mm -hmm. And so our program has taken quite a hit, Um, but we are working very hard to rebuild that program. And what's the process for someone to become a volunteer? So they would go on Centra's website at Mm -hmm. www.centrahealth.com and search volunteer and they can put in an application for the facility that they're interested in whether it be Lynchburg General Hospital, Virginia Baptist Hospital, um, Southside or Redford mm-hmm. Memorial. Mm-hmm. I was reading some information on the website and it was not common sense at first but then when I read the information it made sense and I think this is very important to know for people to know how cautious Centra is because you're not just letting someone behind a wheelchair to push their loved one. These people, there's an application process. There's a, is there a criminal check? There is. There's a criminal background, uh-huh. background check. Then um, they also visit our health works office mm-hmm. to make sure that 
um, their vaccinations and health mm -hmm. records are up to date and mm -hmm. we are happy to assist them if they need vaccinations there's no charge mm -hmm. we're happy to bring all of that up to date and um, then there's an interview process mm -hmm. just you know trying to decide why they're wanting to volunteer mm -hmm. and of course to see where they're looking to be placed mm -hmm. in what service area because we want it to be a good fit as well we mm -hmm. want it to be um, rewarding for the volunteer and we mm -hmm. want to make sure that um, it's going to be rewarding to um, the patient or mm -hmm. whoever they may be interacting with. Mm -hmm. So, And there's training and there's also a non-disclosure. It is. Which those things are so incredibly important. Absolutely. The confidentiality agreement, mm -hmm. there's training um, as far as they would attend orientation. It gives mm -hmm. them an overview of the hospital, mm -hmm. talks about the confidentiality agreement, what's expected, talks about um, health care, health regulations to keep them safe, to keep the patients safe, anyone that they interact with. So it gives them an overview of the program, making sure that they want to move forward in the process. Mm -hmm. I think it's so incredible and I think Centra does such a wonderful job and I know, I don't know if you know Patty Jerkus, but she's one of my best friends. I've heard the name. And um, Patty was the CEO at Bedford Memorial, which is now Central Bedford Memorial, for quite some time. And so Patty and I would talk about, I think I've sold her and her husband, Mike, maybe nine different houses. So we have spent a lot of time together. And um, we have talked about... Um, hospitals and how they work and I don't think and I wish and I hope by this just this being a tiny tiny part that the community can really understand that Centra really works like a machine but there's so many protective things I mean it, when you have when you're protecting your clients and your patients um, from every level including volunteers that's just amazing that I don't think the general public thinks of it. Absolutely. And it's just as important for them to mm -hmm. protect their caregivers That's and exactly the volunteers. Right. That's exactly yes. Right. So it's a wide spectrum and um, always at the forefront yes. of the operation. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. So tell us um, the things that some of the volunteers do. I mean, other than rolling us out when we finally get released. Right. But, right. Um, so... I, I, to start with, let's talk a little bit about the core of mm -hmm. volunteers. So we have our adult volunteers. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those volunteers are from all different backgrounds, executives, uh, healthcare workers, school teachers, you mm -hmm. name it, um, with a wealth of experience in life, you know, just their, uh, not only just their work experience, but life experience mm -hmm. as well. So we might place them, they would have the possibility of being service areas such as discharge, mm -hmm. um, where they're going to actually take the patient when they're being discharged from the hospital um, to their vehicle. Um, they may be escorting a visitor. You know, sometimes when the visitors come in, they're a little anxious if they have a loved one there. Um, and so rather than trying to give them directions, you know, that they might hear the first part of it, then we have a volunteer that's going to walk them to where they're going just to kind of ease the pressure, kind of make it a little more uh, relaxing for them. Mm -hmm. So but so that core of adult volunteers um, are really um, the, the volunteers that we depend so much on because they have more availability. Mm -hmm. um, they can be there early in the morning. They can be there, you know, in the evening when we need. And then we have... 
air college volunteers. And the college volunteers um, usually are in a healthcare discipline. And again, they um, bring a lot of energy. They kind of like the excitement. They might want to be in the emergency department where mm-hmm. things are a little busier. Mm-hmm. And they can assist there. They are checking in on the patients because sometimes there can be long waits. We don't like that, but sometimes mm-hmm. there can be. So they're just kind of interacting with the patient, letting them know they're not forgotten. Can they get them anything? Checking on them. Do they need a pillow? Do they need a warm blanket? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So the college students tend to enjoy that, and they enjoy discharge as well. And then we have our teen volunteers. You can start to volunteer from the age of 14 through high school. Yes, and so um, they are a wonderful asset as well. They're looking to gain some type of experience Mm -hmm. and might not be ready for employment. Um, And they serve well um, at our information desk or in discharge again, where they can discharge the patients. But the information desk... Um, you know, it's the first face somebody sees when they come into the hospital. It's usually a volunteer. Mm-hmm. And then when they're leaving and discharged, it might be the last face that they see. Mm-hmm. So very much an asset to the program. That is absolutely wonderful. And there, there's when I was reading through some different things. I mean, there's so many more duties and so many more things that these people do. And as big as the facilities are, to only have 400 or 450 because, and I say that on a positive note, because when I enter any of the different hospitals, there's always someone there and they're ready to help. And they always smile, or that's been my experience. And like you said, I'll ask how to get to a certain place and they can, I don't have a poker face. So they're like, he's gonna get lost. And they will ask, do you want me to take you? Because I don't know where I'm going. I'm like most men. I'm directionally challenged. (laughs) The only difference is I admit that, and most men will not admit that. Right, yeah. Yeah, so tell me some of the the positive things, and you brought some things with you, which I'm dying to know. Right, so if you were to interview our volunteers, most likely, um, nine times out of ten, they're going to tell you that they get more out of volunteering than maybe... Um, they think the patient mm-hmm. or whoever they're interacting with because um, you know it's they get to interact with that person give them a little comfort um, encourage them or just be a listening ear and they feel like that you know they go home feeling uh, more blessed I guess is a good point but so when we're speaking of all the different areas of volunteers we also have virtual volunteers mm-hmm. they never come on the premises but they craft items for us and I've brought some of the items with us. So if you or our family member has ever had the blessing of a newborn baby in Virginia Baptist Hospital, chances are they've gone home with one of these baby caps. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our virtual volunteers craft all of these items. They craft baby blankets in their handiwork. It's beautiful. Quilts. So they, they will crochet that blanket they will buy the yarn, crochet the blanket, and then just donate. They do. And so they, um, we have approved patterns because there's so many different items that we accept. Mm-hmm. And so um, it could be a church group. It could be individuals. Um, some of the church groups get together, you know, and spend time together crafting for us. Um, but they make all different items, sewing, knitting, crocheting, and... Um, even making stuffed animals mm-hmm. that we give out um, to the patients. And if somebody 
they people can purchase these or? they don't purchase these they, are gifted really these are gifted to the patients absolutely i have i hate to ask you but i have to say the blanket of, oh yeah the quilt the quilt and so you know this has been uh, these take a lot of time that's what i was getting ready yes to say so uh, this again you know that's why again our virtual volunteers are such an asset but you look at the the handiwork and the time that's gone into it um, and so this could be given to a patient just as a lap quilt mm -hmm. you know if they come through and they're in a wheelchair or you know the nurse might come down and say do you have something that they could cover with that you know they're feeling a little colder um, another item that we are just starting to do are our fix-it mats and so our crafters are making these these are great for our Alzheimer dementia patients uh -huh. it gives them something to occupy them during the day and also you know it's good um, for um, some of our autistic patients it's just it's things that are safe but textile mm -hmm. and um, textured mm -hmm. different textures keep them busy now that's one of the most amazing things I've absolutely seen. so in you know if a person is not crafty mm -hmm. but they want to have a, a part in this program then they can donate items mm -hmm. um, because you know there is a cost to provide in these things so um, if they just want to donate items then we gladly accept their items as well we'll accept them at the volunteer office at Lynchburg General or at Virginia Baptist Hospital that's and speaking nice. of donated items we also have another area of service that's our customer care card. Mm -hmm. And our volunteers take the customer care card around and visit the patients. And they offer them, it could be um, puzzles, word searches, books to read, um, health and beauty items that they might not have brought with them. All of that is free to the patient. It's a service um, through volunteer services. And again, we collect items for that. Mm -hmm. So if there's groups that have a service project and want to donate items, that's a it's a great way to do that that is awesome so tell me you are you responsible for 400 people or how many so i have um under my management it's about 230 mm -hmm. and then there's another probably 100 uh 125 it give and take at Virginia Baptist Hospital. So there's two managers, mm -hmm. uh, one at Virginia Baptist and one at Lynchburg. General. How do you keep up with that many people? We have a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. We do. We have office help, um, and it's the staff. You know, our director is there as well. Mm -hmm. So we have a great staff work together as a team. But our volunteers make our job very easy. Well, they do, and I I cannot say enough. And that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to have this conversation, to do this podcast, because I think the volunteers are such an important part of Centra. And as I've said, every time I've entered, there's been somebody there that's so helpful. And I look at these people, and I guess I'm so respectful and appreciative because they're volunteering their time. Right. And everybody says that time is what you have the most of, but in all actuality, it seems to be the opposite. So... Is there, is from from the volunteer standpoint, I guess you become attached to these people. Absolutely. You become very attached Absolutely. to Absolutely. They're like family. They, they really are. And, and we have such dedicated volunteers. So just to give a little history, the auxiliaries at both Lynchburg General and Virginia Baptist Hospital started in the 1950s mm -hmm. um, from women that wanted to give back to the community, but also wanted to 
help out at the hospital, assist nurse and staff, that type of thing. So they were going in, filling up water pitchers, um, you know, taking the magazines around, checking in on the patients, interacting with the patients. So that's kind of how it started. And with it being just women in the 1950s, we've now progressed to we're about 60% women, 40% men. And I tell you, uh, you know, even we have volunteers that repair our wheelchairs. There's just, a, it's so many different That's service amazing. areas. Yeah, so many different service so areas. So let me ask you, when people are in the cardiac unit, when they have something, for example, like bypass surgery, and they get get the pillows, because they always, they have mm-hmm. Where do the pillows come from? So those are through um, the Mended Hearts. Mended Hearts, that's it, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. And again, volunteers. That's a separate That is, and those volunteers are usually, they have been patients themselves as a heart patient. Because all three of my sisters have had bypass surgeries, and they all three have their pillows, which I think is, and when they were in the hospital, they needed those pillows, Mm -hmm. so... I mean, it's it's very painful, and it you know it helps when you hold that and you call for whatever the situation may be. It's right. it's just, and they hold those pillows pretty sacred. Right. Well, and on the same token, um, with our virtual volunteers, we have them crafting neck pillows um, oh. because that's something that's used in the hospital, and um, then of course crafting the stuffed animals, and we. Um, try and reach out to the community for supplies for that. Like mm-hmm. one of the local furniture companies, they donate some stuffing mm-hmm. that we can give to them, pass on to them, you know, as they're crafting those items. So it's That's a, awesome. Right. So you said, I guess, from before COVID, your volunteer numbers are down. Yes. So you need volunteers. We need volunteers desperately. Yes. And so how do we let people know that you need volunteers other than when they watch this? Yes. So we've made a great effort this year to go out into the community. We've been attending health fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, our personnel in the office, they've been reaching out to the high schools, to the colleges, speaking you know, with the guidance programs, letting them know. And we have had success mm-hmm. since the first of the year. So we've had success with the college students. We've had success with the high school students, which we are really liking because they can stay with us. The college students usually go home in the summer. Mm -hmm. They have their breaks. So then we're at a deficit again. Mm -hmm. Our high school students have more time in the summer. Mm -hmm. So um, we have been able to bring them on board and kind of beef that up a little bit. And then with the adults, we've been attending um, health fairs that um, are gauged to all age groups and um, trying to recruit that way and just get the word out. And then such as this, we are looking for opportunities Mm -hmm. to be able to get the word out. That's great, that's great. So if there's one thing that you could say is the most rewarding thing about your career, what you're doing, what would that be? The volunteers, I love it. Um, I transitioned into the volunteer department in uh, October. Uh Prior to that, um, I had been in a, totally different field Mm -hmm. and came to work for Centra managing their gift shops, which again are a part of the auxiliary Mm -hmm. and staffed with volunteers. Um, That was my wheelhouse. And so with that experience, working with the volunteers, I told my family, I'm more blessed every day 
get into work with these people that are giving up their time freely mm-hmm. and bring such experience in varied backgrounds that I'm feeling like the blessing is just unbelievable. And they're great people. So yeah. when the opportunity came up and I had the opportunity to move in and work directly with the volunteers and the staffing of the volunteers, it was a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, Betsy Jones, thank you so much. Thank You're you. Incredible. We so appreciate the oh, opportunity. Oh, no, thank you for what you do because those volunteers are, they're, they're part of a, the big torso at the at, this is the, at Central, which is amazing. Yes. And we really appreciate what you do. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. And I hope you have a great day. You too. I'm going to.